Hello and welcome to a festive edition of Bills from Afar. You have meeting Roger McCoy's Charlie. Charlie, how are you doing? I'm very well. Yeah, it's uh, taking some time off work. Been uh, enjoying watching the Bills claw their way back into the playoff spots, which is nice because it didn't look yeah. like this just a few weeks ago, did it? Um, not nice. necessarily the prettiest win we've just watched, but um, it's in our own hands again um, for the first time in quite a while. So. Yeah, it's been been nice. It's been nice to watch some few other teams here and there as well when I've had the chance. So, uh, yeah, it's good. Have you had a good Christmas? Yeah, great. Thank you. Uh, very busy. Um, trying to keep, um, you know, track of all the NFL amongst, you know, all of the Christmas uh, things over here. I've got quite a big family. I've got a good number of parents. Um across like me and my wife we've got four sets of parents so it's a lot of visiting uh grandparents with the kids they get really excited uh, and we hosted for the first time actually this year as a family and that was really nice and uh quite relaxed and uh i was just trying to work out i've still got some snacks on the table that um i'm recording this from i've already got my way through a couple of tubes of pringles um the roses and heroes are looking very sparse yeah, now yeah. i was going to ask you actually like, if you had to select one or, or your least favorite of the um english um you know uh, chocolates and stuff like what would yeah. it be like what's your like least favorite Probably one be anything with coconut they're more bounty i'm not a big fan of the bounty, bounty. Yeah, yeah i totally agree that that's why celebrations is is, is my uh, least king, favorite yeah. because of a bounty like i don't know if you're listening to this and you enjoy it can you explain why you enjoy it because like bounty <laughs> coconut i just find that an atrocious choice um the only place far the worst coconut chocolate. should exist is in a thai curry in my opinion so, yeah, I'm not a fan of a pina colada either. No. Coconut is, uh, I don't want them things yeah. very, very, very sparsely used in my, my view. But yeah, what about, what's the deal on Quality Street? So that's, uh, Street, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always that's good not choices. great. Did you it's get any Bill's swag though? Did you get any Bill's swag for yep. Christmas? Yeah, I, I had this question in mind for yourself as well. Yes, I did. Uh, I We talked about it. It's funny. So my wife doesn't listen to a podcast, so she wouldn't have got this from listening. Um, I have tried to rope her in. Um, she says that <laughs> if she wants some good um, sleeping um, material, then she will listen to it because she's really Gosh. not into the NFL. Or <laughs> Well, the thing is, you say that, like, for years before this podcast she'd asked me to talk about it and actually it'd make up it work so it's like a joke between me and my wife she'd like say if i need to sleep then she'll listen to like this purely because it's the bills and you know not because we're not entertaining guys charlie it's just because right, a subject right. at hand she's not interested in which is a real shame despite numerous efforts over the past including obviously new year's eve for pat's game i've been trying to rope her into it and uh, it's not quite worked yet, but I'm still going to work towards that. Anyway, gone off on off on the tangent, but <laughs> Bill the, Swag, um, Bill Swag, Bill Swag, Bill Swag, the bauble that we talked about. Like, yes. I've got a Bill's bauble now, so that was the first what? thing I opened. Oh, fantastic! Um, that was obviously a smallest thing. I also got a really nice Bill's um, black shirt, um, which you've seen. Yeah, um, it's really cool. And um, I actually got um, a new, like the latest Willie hat as well, which I was really, really wanting. Oh. That was the last thing I opened across the, the whole three days um, that we had for Christmas. So I was really pleased. But I said before we went round to my uh, in-laws, like, to Rebecca, oh, I was really hoping for a Willie hat. And she kind of said nothing. And I thought, mm, here we go. This, this, this <laughs> could spell that it's going to come across. It's going to come out over the line and uh, I'll get one. And uh, 
that's what happened. So, yeah, pretty happy with that. Pretty happy with that haul. Uh, what about you? Oh, well, I know a couple of them, but just tell yeah, the listeners uh, um, what you've got. So, got Bill's calendar. There we go. I've got to pull that up Ooh, for you. Yeah, so uh, let's see. I'm just checking um, who's on it. So uh, we might have to skip through one of the months for uh, depending on what happens with Von Miller. Uh, so... <laughs> I was going to ask that. That's the first thing that came to my head. Where is Von Miller on that? <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's what Mr. June. So uh, not much. Mr. NFL oh well, June, he might not be so... in the team by that point. Yeah, that's no, June exactly. designation potentially. I don't know what his cap hit is, <laughs> but it could happen. Wait, yeah. no, I'm, 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 you know, apologies. I am absolutely wrong. He's actually no, he's not. He's not June. He is Mr. September. Oh, well, there we um, go. There's, there's yeah. more of a chance by that yeah, point as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and a couple of T-shirts. So, um, yeah, Ooh. a couple of Bill's T-shirts. That I, I've worn both of them since Christmas. In fact, I actually Absolutely. spent Christmas Day in my Zubaz, um, which um, my parents thought was, was somewhat insane, but I just called them Christmas, <laughs> Christmas pants, and uh, that was that. So. Hey, they lived through the, like, you know, 70s and stuff, and when things were a little bit crazier fashion yeah. and you know exactly. so uh, i just think I'm, I'm bonkers but um i do have a trick for you on year's eve what you need is friends <laughs> that also like the nfl because i'm hosting a nfl party on new year's eve and so um just invite people that like the nfl and just gonna, i'm gonna set up all kinds of different screens for the various different people that are coming so uh, we can watch a variety of games in parallel so uh, that's the key that's what you need to do you need to find somebody um who you can invite around on new year's eve who, who wants to watch it that's a good idea. What, what's your setup going to be like then? How many games is he going to be well, uh, watching? I think, so a good friend of mine, he is a big Jags fan. And of course, the Jags have got a lot of riding on um, on yeah. Sunday. So that'll be on a screen and I'll probably put on another screen for Red Zone because there's also games going on for both of us that will, will affect that. But I'll, the sound will be my will be the Bills, to, to be clear. So <laughs> no yeah. debate about that. Um but yeah, so I, I, this, this is when the season gets real, isn't it? When when games across the leagues really start to matter and we'll probably talk about um, what the playoff scenarios are a little bit later on. But um, yeah, it gets, gets good fun, doesn't it? It feels like every game's got something riding on it. Well, yeah, that's it. And I think that's a good transition to begin talking about the game. Um, that was my first talking point was, um, you know, it didn't matter about, you know, the circumstances and how we got there, but we got the win um, ultimately. Um from my perspective, we can write off the offensive turnovers, um, you know, and and the fact that, you know, we needed a field goal to beat the team that gave up 60 plus points before, like the win. <laughs> That's all that mattered at the end of the day, isn't it? You know, we did need a, a game uh, winning field goal ourselves. Um, you know, uh, it, it's just one of those things. It doesn't matter. It's a business end. You take each game as they come. And you, you knew that, you know, a team that, you know, put up, you know, or, or let you know sixty points get scored against them, like, and, and they fired the coaches. It was always going to be a, a bit of a bounce back. Like, I was never overly concerned to the level of oh, we needed a you know last second field goal kind of thing to win the game. But you know, you knew they'd bounce back. You knew it'd be a bit more tight. You knew they'd play with a bit more energy on defense, and that's kind of what happened in transition. But again, we got the win. It doesn't really matter. Um, like, what are your main like talking points about this game? Uh, yeah, well, first it felt. One? stressful um i think as always got, with the bills it feels yeah. like well, no, the cowboys <laughs> one wasn't the cowboys one just felt fun the whole way through but this yeah, was stressful true. it was it was obviously tight for quite a long time um you know we didn't score any points at all in the first quarter it felt like the passing game was off for quite a long time until suddenly it just clicked and um i don't know if, if and then 
we didn't we never really ran away with it you know we never really sort of put enough points up to sort of feel like it was going to be comfortable and as you say we needed that last minute uh last seconds field goal really to 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 nail it um i just thought josh was off a little bit to start off in the game you know he's, some of his passes were coming up short there was that that dump off to Diggs, which didn't work out again not that felt like Josh wasn't quite on it. And then suddenly he was really on it and he was firing all kinds of crazy plays. Um, he just didn't seem to be in rhythm really, but I thought the defense mm. was, was pretty much excellent. Most of the mm. game. I thought they really yeah. turned turn it on. Yeah. I thought there was a really strong defensive performance. Mm. Um, yeah. I felt like, yeah, just to interject there, like the, the offensive game plan, the start of the game was really strange and bizarre when, mm. you know, we played so well against the Cowboys and, you know, I suppose they were trying to, um, kind of read what the charges, you know, how they're set up defensively based on that performance that, oh, they're going to know we're going to run it, you know, in the middle, um, you know, very much take the, the, the attack to them. And, you know, maybe they thought there'd be some advantages on the outside. You know, the charges aren't very good defense all around. They're not very good, um, you know, um, you know defending, uh, defending the perimeters and that kind of thing. And, um you know, it just felt like it was very uh, forced in terms of having to throw downfield. You know, there's limited rushing um, chances, and there wasn't any throws to the back foot. That's what got no. You know, what Josh has got comfortable with was the you know catches to you know James Cook to you know start a game. Um, I felt like they kind of done that possibly to demonstrate to the rivals um, within our conference that you know the Bills done this against the. Con- the Cowboys, we've got this ability now to rush the ball. They kind of wanted to do this, I felt like, and you know, for it vertically and you know, have a really efficient passing game just to remind teams, look, we can do this as well. How are you going to stop all of this? You know, week to week, we're going to, you know, exploit your weaknesses. We can do both things really well, mm. try and stop us, kind of thing, like put everyone on notice, but it didn't feel like it worked. In a must win um, game, though, you know, in a game where we're yeah. really still fighting for our lives to make the playoffs, it felt like you just got to do the best thing you can. And I don't know, I, I felt like that it just we didn't really feel like we really clicked an offense at all uh, over the game. I mean, obviously, we won, and that's the model that matters, as you mentioned. But um, it felt much tighter than it should have been. Um, but, mm. you know, the margins in the NFL are tight. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah. obviously, the, the Chargers don't have their starting quarterback and they had a changing coach. But it just goes to show a change in, in, in mood. You know, we, we saw it ourselves in terms of the change away from Ken Dorsey to, to Joe Brady. It just changes the mood. And players that previously weren't quite clicking suddenly look an awful lot better. And we saw that from the Chargers. Um, you know, Eastern Stick looked quite a bit better than I think he had the week uh, week before. And um they put us under a bit of pressure, which was not what we were looking for, but it they got the job done and they gritted it out. And and again, sometimes that's useful, especially going into the playoffs when some you're not playing your best, you can find a way to win. Um yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and the thing was, you know, in that Raiders game, um, you know, they had three uh, four turnovers on fumbles, I think, and that's a bit of a freak uh, thing to happen. Um, you know, if you're going to turn over ball, it's more likely not going to be an interception or something in the air. Um, you usually don't get full turnovers in the game via fumbles. And, um, you know, Incredibly again... frustrating, they, wasn't it, to keep handing the ball back? Yeah, and, um, you know, uh, it, it must have been, you know, uh, for a lot of frustration in that Chargers locker room. You know, they've been touted as, like, you know, pre-season darlings, especially last season, and... Uh, you know, uh, it hasn't happened and uh, they move on. Did you hear on the, and, the uh, stat from Joe Marino? You think he said something like, historically, if you look back at teams that 
turn the ball over that much playing away from yeah. home. You've only got a 5% chance of winning. So yeah. uh, from that perspective, exactly. they really did face up to their own flaws and, and find a way when probably they didn't deserve it. So um, yeah, that was mm. good to see. But I yeah. think we need to see... Uh, an improvement, especially on the offensive side of the ball against the Patriots, don't mm. we? Mm. I think one of the biggest things for me was obviously getting a win, but also uh, no new injuries that have really come mm. out from the game. Obviously, Terrell Bernard went out um, for part of the game, but came back in, I think, the next drive or something. That's a bit of a worry, considering how we are at linebacker. But the fact that he came in, and obviously he had that uh, pivotal um, third down sack that uh, meant the Chargers had to go for the field goal towards the end of the game, gave us time to move the ball and, um, you know, uh, answer because that obviously put them ahead, that field goal. So um, that was a big play um, and it was good that he came back in. Um, Gabriel Davis obviously um, <laughs> had his once every Turn of the game. Moon. Really, yeah. yeah. Oh, I put down just the curious case, uh, the curious case of Gabriel Davis. Like, you know, he can go, as we know, uh, quite frustratingly as Bills fans. Like, he can go from having, you know, zero catches on on two targets to, in this game, uh, four catches, hundred thirty yards, and the touchdown. Uh, but ultimately, that Gabriel Davis touchdown changed the momentum of a game. A ten nil that looked pretty bleak in the second quarter. I thought, you know, I said before this game, if we somehow find a way of losing this, it, this would ruin Christmas for me. Um, <laughs> and it felt like uh, it ebbed and flowed, and you know, it, it nearly happened. We nearly, the Bills nearly ruined my Christmas, but they didn't quite just uh, just about. But after that, after we scored that touchdown, it felt like at that point they kind of changed the ski, you know, allowed yeah. us to rush a bit more because we were within a touchdown. Um, and, you know, it wasn't like overly, it wasn't clearly as successful as it was against the Cowboys, but it felt like they used the rush a bit more and that was a little bit better, you know, that set up the offense a bit better. We functioned a bit better as a, a result of it. Um, so, yeah, no, that, that really did change the game, I think, that touchdown. It's a bit of a strange contribution from the wide receivers, really. So obviously, Gabriel Davis was far and, far and away the most effective weapon for us. Um, you know, again, a couple of that didn't quite quite hit his hands, uh, but essentially four receptions for 130 yards. You can't really turn your nose up at that. And obviously, we had Khalil Shakir. I thought I had a, you know, a few really nice plays as well. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Diggs got five receptions off eight, but really, really, you know, uh, short gains in the main. I think he's only averaged something like 5.8 per reception, which, uh, you know, usually mm. be using him a bit more downfield here and there. Dalton Kincaid only had one uh, one reception of two targets. And it seems like he maybe he's carrying an injury or sort of not quite at his best. So, yeah, it was a bit of a strange strange sort of distribution of targets. Dawson Knox chipping in with a couple, but nothing from James Cook. Um, and that was frustrating for me. You mentioned it earlier. Why are we not using uh, James Cook in the passing game? I mean, that was just working yeah. so well in previous in previous Joe Brady offenses. It seemed odd that we weren't um, using that option at all. Do you have any, like, um, any feelings about why Steph Diggs isn't being as impactful over the last month or so? Like, do you think it's purely, you know, they're, they're leaning more on a rushing and quite rightfully, you know, there's been a lot of success up front um, with the O-line, like creating some holes, some really good holes for the running game or like, you know, yeah, what, I... what, do you have a few theories behind it? I think that... I've got a few. I think I think I don't think it's one thing. Is what I'd say. I think it's probably yeah. multiple things. And I don't think really the Chargers game is necessarily the best illustration of it because he did have the most receptions out of anybody. But um, he seems to be used differently. I think part of it is the fact that we're getting used to a different scheme uh, under Joe Brady. Um, 
Yeah, we've got Dawson Knox coming back, starting to take some targets. Dalton King has obviously been a big part of the offense all season, really. We started using James Cook out of the backfield. Shakir is starting to come to the fore. Um, and I think that people know that Stefan Diggs is so so much of a step ahead of everybody else that we have that he gets double yeah. teamed more often than anybody else. So yeah. I suspect it's a combination of all of those factors. Yeah. And they keep saying, well, we need to get Stefan Diggs involved. To me, that's not the most important thing. If you're getting double teamed, that means someone else is getting a bit more space. Exactly. So yeah. you know, throw to the open man. And eventually, if you're using all these other weapons, people will stop having being able to, to uh, double team Stefan Diggs. So um, I'm not saying he's being double teamed all the time, but I think a collection of all those things are, are yeah. weighing into it. Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, that'd have been, uh, that, that's my thinking as well behind it is, um, you know, if you've got a lot of the other guys, you know, there's so many mouths to feed in this offense. Yeah. And if you're going to be, you know, um, it's a double teaming, you know, making sure, um, you know, guys are around him at all times. I, I'd hope that they'd kind of play more in a slot really to try and take advantage and, you know, to get in more favorable matchups. Um, if, we, if we assume that Davis is gone next year, um, yeah, when we look at Diggs, Shakir, Knox, Kincaid, and James Cook, that is, what, five legit targets that are on the roster right now, that are going to be on the roster next year. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of mouths to feed. And it's interesting. You look at, say, you know, we've, in the past, we've looked at, say, the Jets wide receiving core. We're going to talk about the Patriots later, and it's really slim pickings in terms of what some of these guys have. And we're quite fortunate we do have, you know, some really good passing options and the sort of growth of Shakir and, and the impact that Cook's been having in the passing game in, in open fields. This is great. I think, I think it's fantastic. And it takes a bit of pressure off Stefan Diggs to have to carry the load. What I would say is that some of those comeback routes, those kind of seven, eight yard comeback routes, which would kind of get us out of jail free cards, don't seem to be happening. <laughs> and I think that that's, that's a shame because we used to use that a lot. Um, it was uh, Josh's go-to guy. But of course, if you've got someone bracketed, it's harder to do those. So, Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, absolutely. I do think part of this is just Brady finding his way with this offense, um, getting the balance right, working out what he can do, what he can't do, what Josh likes, what he's comfortable with, what the strengths of this team are. It's different when you're an offensive coordinator um, versus a you know, quarterback's coach. You know, you're looking at things through the, yes, you're, you're in the same same meetings, but you're looking at it from a different lens. Uh, you're being asked to think about things more creatively. And I think, um, you know, he's growing, but we're winning games. And I think that's that's really promising. But I don't think this offense is as good as it can be yet still. Hmm. Have you got any more points or shame me from no, Nothing major. I mean, I'll just say that just wasn't enough intensity on the offensive side of the ball to start off with. And I think that we just, we saw the yeah. Chargers rally and perhaps to a greater extent than perhaps we would have expected. Uh, I was pleased to see that Tyler Bass was back to being reliable and, and someone we can depend on. He hasn't yeah. had the greatest of seasons, but um, again, we needed him at right at the end and he, and he delivered, which was uh, no small thing, especially when the pressures, uh, pressures on and you know, our playoff uh, hopes are on, on the line. And the brilliant uh, bounce back game really from him, considering, you know, the circumstances is in a dome, mm-hmm. um, you know, perfect conditions to uh, kind of get back and uh, just look at that conditions uh, on Sunday. I know we've got to get two awards, but uh, it doesn't look terrible. Um, it looks like it'll be quite sleety in Buffalo, uh, but the wind doesn't look like it should be as much of a factor uh, than it normally is in December. So hopefully fairly decent uh, conditions for him, but we'll see. We're only three days out. So uh yeah, um, awards then. Uh, MVP, who have you gone for? I've gone for Ed Oliver uh, and his two sacks. I think yeah. he's really grown this season. I think he's been a menace all year. Uh, he's hit his, uh, his bonus level in terms of sack numbers this year. And he's been really that, that penetration three tech that we've always wanted him to be. And he's been consistent. 
um, consistent all year. And I think it's been great to see his growth. So um, delighted for him. Of course, the, the chat was always, and we contributed to it, that he wasn't as effective when he didn't have um, Daquan Jones by his side. And he's managed to continue to contribute at a really high level without him for a good chunk of this season. So I think we deserves a lot of credit. And I think right at the end of that game, you know, he came up with a big sack again. And uh, I think, um, yeah, we needed him. Yeah, um, I've gone for the same as well. I felt like in this game in particular, like we often have the same uh, or, or quite a bit. We, we have quite a bit, um, you know, of the same, you know, from the awards. You know, you'll pick someone up. I've also picked them and uh, I've done it here. So I've got a second one as well. Mm. Just add on to Ed Oliver. You know, he's been an absolute nuisance uh, all season and it's he's definitely been our most effective pass rusher. Um, and he's an interior player and uh, he's played really well. Four tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits. Um, yeah, he's been a game wrecker. And, uh, you know, that's in spite of, you know, not having a um, fully functioning Von Miller, uh, who I expected to be like our second most important player at the start of the season. He's been a non-factor. We've still been getting a pass rush. Ultimately, uh, against the Chargers, we had five sacks. Uh, seven tackles for loss, uh, six QB hits. And yeah, uh, Ed, Ed's causing, he's not only, um, you know, getting his own production now, but uh, he, he's always, you know, helped other players out on this uh, D-line. And uh, that just continues. Um, I did have Gabriel Davis as kind of my uh, my second MVP in case you did go for Ed. So we've already talked about Gabriel Davis and, you know, how big of a game he had. I think without those two, we would have... Um, you know, potentially struggle to win this game ultimately. So yeah, yeah, so um, hasn't really changed my mind in terms of us needing a wide receiver too next year. But he's probably added mm. a couple of million onto his um onto his uh, potential contract somewhere else. I'd imagine. Mm. Yeah, no, indeed. Um, offensive play. What have you gone for? What was your favourite? Well, he has a few really good ones, but I'm going to go for the fourth quarter Josh Allen pass when he's in basically in midair, falling backwards to Shakir. The one, if uh, people remember, it's on the right hand side, Shakir. Uh, stood up, called it stood up and then went in for the touchdown, even though he was actually uh, downed just about and probably did as a favor that he was uh, in terms of the clock management. But I mean, that was just an insane throw <laughs> and we we needed yeah. the points. Um, it was an absolutely insane throw. And I thought there was a, quite a few where Josh was under uh, pressure at scramble drill. Um, you know, obviously that, that pass to Gabriel Davis uh, for the first touchdown was also incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, but that was my my favorite, the one. And one where you, you look back and you think, how on earth did you even do that? <laughs> it's just the yeah. arm strength is insane. <laughs> we have a player like that every week, don't we, Josh? Yeah. Uh, at least one player a week uh, where we feel like, how the hell, you know, no other quarterback is doing this kind of thing. Um, yeah, you know, on a, on this regular basis, um, I've I've naturally gone for the Gabriel Davis touchdown, um, mm-hmm. as it was such a big play. Um, I did think like, you know, obviously he he scrambled to the right, Josh, um, got out of a pocket, threw the ball like across over his shoulder. It was a hard catch to make, and uh, you watch it back and you think, oh, he was close to dropping that. You know, it was a difficult catch, and when I. When I was watching it live, I was like, "Oh, this isn't going to be caught. He's going to he's going to drop it somehow." Like, um, but he didn't. He brought it in, and obviously, it was a great play, and we needed that play. Uh, my sneaky other one that I had in case you did go for that as your 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 play was for a Dawson Knox completion, seventeen yards mm-hmm. on that um, like final drive. That was the first play of that um, you know game winning drive from that field goal, um, seventeen yards. It just kind of allowed us to kind of get in that groove. Uh, it wasn't a great play in terms of. You know, Dawson Knox, you know, he set up to block, kind of leaked the backfield, found a soft zone. 
made a completion, but you know we need to, to get the ball moving, and um, I thought that was pretty key to get some momentum in that drive. So that was my sneaky second one um, that I had in my back pocket as well. Defensive play for you? Yeah, I've gone for the uh, second and all the sack uh, yeah. in the on the final Chargers drive. So twenty two seconds to go. Um, it's first and ten, and, and Ed takes him down for uh, a minus nine um, uh, loss of yards. So it was just such a huge, huge kicking the teeth of the Chargers. They were at uh, I think their own thirty, and um, you know t- we we know what can be done in a short amount of time. And Easton Stick is got nothing to lose um weirder things have happened and it was just a huge huge play which they they didn't recover from so uh yeah just mass- massive play right when we needed it and you probably heard yeah. on the sidelines of mcdermott went up to ed and said hey we need a sack and he's like all right yeah i'll, I'll that. and he, he stood up and i thought there was a really nice i don't know if you saw the interaction between josh and ed at the end of the game yes. where josh is chasing after him he's like hey yeah, big dog yeah. big dog and it just seems that those two see themselves as really the leaders on each side of the side of the ball and it's just fantastic yeah. seeing ed grow into the guy guy that we always thought he was going to be snap i thought of that moment from the mic'd up and i was going to bring it up at this point as well um just how hyped josh was and how much of a leader he was he you know compared to i loved on the like tush push touchdown that he had just like how like how brash he was and how it wasn't cocky but it was just like you know t- giving it to the yeah. charges and you know I remember in the top 100, um, I, I don't, okay, I don't watch get, it, get, I get the F off the, me, get, get the F off me, is that yeah, the one yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And I remember from like the last like top 100, um, when they done Josh's segment and, you know, the opposition players talk about that player that got, that was in that position. I remember just like, I think it was um, the Tennessee Titans defensive tackle, Jeffrey Simmons. Um, he, he was kind of saying, yeah, he's like the most, uh, you know, he'll give it to you. He's yeah. the quarterback that will give it to you the most um, in talker. the NFL, like yeah. big trash talker. Um, he's going to give it to you. And uh, that demonstrated that there. But um, <laughs> yeah, it just highlighted his leadership, didn't it? How he kind of, you know, got in Ed's face and was hyping him up at the end of the game. And yeah. that was a great moment uh, to see. But the other one that I went for, because I did go for that play as well. Um, but the other one I've already mentioned with Terrell Bernard sack on third down and forced mm. field goal. Um, got through the B gap on on a blitz. We we knew when he came in, um, you know, to the team as a rookie, that was kind of one of his strengths was uh, his pursuit speed and how he can get the quarterback via blitzes. And uh, yeah, again, a critical play. And um, yeah, no questions asked really. He, he was able to bring him down easily. Um Unsung hero for you? I've gone for a bit of a weird one um, and maybe controversial. We're going for Sam Martin. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think he's had a bad run of games, isn't he? But I think yeah. somebody in our group chat raised the point that when we've really needed him, he's actually been 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 awesome. And I think he averaged yeah. something like 53 yards per punt and he was superb with his three punts. Um, three for three for 20 yards, two in a 10 yeah. as well. So, um, really, yeah. Uh, Impressive. I thought when we yeah. needed him the most, he's, he's he's come up trumps, and uh, you know I think he's had some poor games, but uh, I thought he was, uh, yeah, a big asset, and it just goes to show what having a, a punter that it can be that accurate can do for you in terms of flipping the field and, and giving you good field position. Yeah, um, I went for the same, but I had a, a backup to that as well, so I went for Tyrell Dodson's run defense. Um, you know, I think the Chargers were trying to they've been a poor running team for a little while now not just this season but you know they're trying to run and they 
you know, had some success to, to, to some degree, but I felt like but uh, Dodson, you know, that's his uh, strength, isn't it, in the run game? You know, he's not as good running back and, um, you know, playing coverage. Uh, he made some good, you know, stops that helped us win this game. And I think that uh, against the Cowboys in this game kind of demonstrates to me why he's on this 53 and why he's playing, because it's not only the plays he's making, but it feels like, you know, he, he's one of these guys that, you know, gets his other teammates rallied up and hyped. And, you know, he, he really kind of shows his passion on the field. And I think that just elevates for the rest of his teammates. So, um, yeah, Tyra Dodson's done some good things. Um, you know, he's not a game changer. He's not a, an elite player by any stretch, but he helped us against the Chargers. So and he's exceeded expectations, hasn't he? You have to say, yeah. he's getting the most out of what he's got. And that's all you can ask of a player. And all these linebackers have, to be fair. Like, we never expected Tyrell Bernard to be this type of player. And well, here he comes. Middle of the summer, when we were being told that our starting linebackers were <laughs> Christian Benford and Terrell Dodson, we would have been concerned, to say the least, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we would. Um, da, 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 da. Surprise. What's your surprise of the game? Well, it's the return of Gabriel Davis, you know, uh, you know, from him being pretty much frozen out um, to now being by far and away the biggest. Uh, um, well, the biggest weapon for us in the passing game is, uh, yeah, it's pretty astonishing to be honest. <laughs> and obviously, yeah. it sounds like that's the same for you. Yeah, I always feel like with this award, it's just about what did I not expect at the start of this game? And it wasn't, you know, you look at the box score, and I think the Chargers had a ball for 10 more minutes than we did, or something crazy like that. And we would not have expected that before the game. But for me, it was just the kind of weird, I've already talked about it, but the strange offensive game plan and not utilizing the running backs at the start of a game. Um, rushing, but more so in the passing game. That's kind of allowed Josh to, you know, um, get his feel, get his rhythm in a passing game. And we just didn't go to that. Um, so that surprised me. I just expected us to utilize the running backs a bit more and not wait till kind of the second half it felt like so yeah that's what I went for um I know for this one for certainty because we were talking about it I think during the game uh or, or just after but Rex we both have the same person don't we Von Miller I mean the guy oh okay is... maybe not <laughs> <laughs> I went for Von Miller I just think yeah, he has been a real disappointment. I mean, obviously he has these yeah. personal issues. We don't need to go in those right now, but just from a playing perspective, I yeah. think he's been a real disappointment. Um, I think we would have hoped him to be back to some degree of fitness by this point. He doesn't look anything like close to, him, to himself. Um, they keep saying that he seen, they see improvements. I'm not seeing it personally in the game. It feels like he's not even worth a roster spot right now. Um, mm. So, yeah, um, I don't think the Bills have got any way out of that contract um, for next season. But um, it's, I don't know. What, no, what's, what's, that's what I was going to say. What's the point? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that makes it tricky. Like, I'm hoping in a very selfish Bills way that it's a you know, he's playing like this because of whatever's going on in his personal life. And that hopefully gets sorted uh, for both sides, you know, ultimately, you know, more so, you know, for the women, obviously, uh, the mm. pregnant uh, girlfriend of his. I mean, but um, there is still yeah, a chance sorry. that he, the, the charges um, progress and there's a, he gets on the commissioner's exempt list, um, mm. uh, which I think might do the bills a bit of a favor. But um, yeah. Yeah, he's just said he, he's not contributing anything and he's taken him a huge amount of cap space and that's pretty disappointing. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. So who was yours? Um, yeah, so... Whatever conversation we'd had previously, I completely forgot about that. 
Well, our punt returner that I feel like it's done fuck oh, all, yeah. all season, Deontay Harty. Um, you know, uh, it's not even this. I'll say it's first, but three three point seven yards on average punt return. Um, we thought he'd be using the passing game. He's not been utilised in that area whatsoever. Uh, Shakir's definitely got the upper hand in that aspect and has been a lot more reliable and productive on offense. Um, so we're paying him just over six million dollars a season. Um, to be a punt returner, which it feels like most of the time he um, fair catches it, which um, I'm kind of inclined to say do that more because obviously he had a big fumble that costed us seven games, nearly costed us the game. So um, uh, he, he's just not good. And I know that they can make a cap saving next season and I'm sure they'll be doing that. But, you know, when we signed him, you know, we all thought he was an upgrade to Isaiah McKenzie and he could do the gadgety stuff, but more, you know. And uh, it feels like he's really done not much at all um, yeah. for us across this season. So, yeah, hearty for me. He nearly lost, lost, lost us the game that far. And I know there's two other turnovers. I know, you know, James Cook fumbled the ball. I know Josh Allen had an interception. But again, it's field position. Um, you know, James Cook has done a lot more good than bad as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. That, that was just pretty poor for me. Okay, so um, listen to uh, what Scottish Phil yeah. thinks of this uh, this game then. Early well, Tim. Happy Christmas. Sorry, this is a few days late, but um, that game finished. I went to bed. Has had to get up early the next morning for the wife for our birthday. Bit of spoiling and Christmas happened, so I'm a few days late getting 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 this to you. But hey, called it, didn't I? Told you it was close to me a trap game. You think about it, they've just sat. Brandon Staley, their general manager. These boys don't know what's happening in the next few weeks. You know, they started putting Austin Eckler again. Eckler hasn't been used for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, Stick, you know, he may, only, may have only two games left to get film to try and get himself a contract so he has a future in the sport. So, and then you add in the fact that we have the short turnaround, we're travelling across country, the emotional and physical demands of the game against the Cowboys... It just fitted the game script pretty much perfectly. However, saying that, well, that has to be the best escape from Los Angeles in Christmas time since, since John McLean escaped in 1989 from Nakatomi Tower. Do you know what I mean? Um, first of all, all, all credit to the team. Just getting the win. The win's all that matters. I don't care. I don't care if it's by 50 points or by half a point. Get the win. Get in the column. Move on. Brilliant. Thought Josh Allen, apart from the interception on the whole, was pretty excellent. Extending plays, some of the throws he made um, to Diggs and Shakir on crucial third downs are season-defining almost. I mean, you, you like if we get tipped or picked or dropped, we're not making the third down and we're punting away again. And you know, we're leaving Los Angeles with a with an L, and that's it. We're done. Um, Sam Martin, what a, what a day to turn up though. Um, generally he's been very inconsistent this season but when he's been the games sorry the games that we really need him to be really good at he's turned up in some absolute howitzers um, teams take away digs we took away the running game a little bit from Cook didn't pass the running back so up steps Gabe Davis like hey, how about me I'll take some long plays I'll take it on my shoulders what a boy good lad um, lots of love in the defence though as well I mean the think the fact we turned the ball over three times. We didn't lose. That's pretty much in itself a freak occurrence, losing the turnovers, three zip, and not losing. 
Um, I want to see more Puna Ford. I think Puna Ford and Ed Oliver complement each other very well. And Ed Oliver was, was ultimately our sergeant, Al, Al Powell. Um, got us out of jail, got us out of LA with the W. Um, other things, results went our way this weekend. Uh, Browns winning, um, the Falcons winning, as a laugh. <laughs> but more importantly, I woke up on Christmas Day and the first thing I did, apart from injecting my cat, was check the Pats score. <laughs> Saw the Pats had won against the Broncos. Buckled in laughter. That's magic. Um, okay. Dolphins managed to beat the Cowboys. I can't see them beating the Ratbirds though. So hopefully week 18, get a division, get a two seed. And we're, we're jamming. Um, better go, lads. Uh, hope to speak to you again soon. Take care. All the love. Go Bills. Awesome, thank you ever so much, Phil. I think you raised a really good point that we, we missed out on, which is Puna Ford. Um, you know, yeah. I think we've been crying out for to see a bit of Puna Ford this season, and he's really taken far fewer snaps than I was expecting at the start of the season, especially mm. without um, Daquan Jones playing, and he's, yeah, he's doing a good job. So um makes you wonder what on earth, what's been missing. I mean, you and I have been so sort of our wits end with um, with Jordan Phillips at times, and he makes you wonder why on earth Puna Ford wasn't, wasn't there and uh, able to contribute, but... Mm. At least he is now. Especially when Tim Settle has um, been, you know, yeah. uh, active and he hasn't really done much at all. And uh, yeah, it's been odd, like why he's been on that. Um, you know, he's been le- left off the uh, game day roster. That hasn't yeah. really made any sense to me. And I actually had it on my notes. I just didn't mention it. So apologies, Phil. Um, you know, I'll do a better job and uh, actually, <laughs> uh, you know, bring some credit to some of these guys that I actually write about and uh, fail to bring up. So, yeah, no, hopefully he's uh, active where well, he's going to be, I think, isn't he? Because of uh, John Phillips obviously being out. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's hope to see some more of him uh, against the Dol- uh, Patriots sorry, first. And uh, shall we talk about that game? Well, um, I was going to say, shall we talk play of the playoff picture before we okay. go into the yeah. Patriots game? Because obviously, um, yeah. I think you and I have both been playing around with the old uh, fixtures. Yeah. And we got a feeling for you know, perhaps how we think that things are going to play out. Right now, uh, the Bills are in the playoff picture, and I think they're set at the uh, sixth seed, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. Um, and obviously, it's going to this, this picture is going to change depending on how the next uh, next two weeks go. Um, what's your what's your best guess in terms of how things are going to play out over these next these next two weeks, and where do you think we're going to be ending up in terms of this sort of playoff picture? So I know it's it's stating the obvious, and we know how crucial you know we all know how crucial that Dolphins game is going to be. And you know, based on the results that did go away, as Phil alluded to, uh, by and large, uh, in terms of a wild card, especially, um, you know, we know that if we beat the Dolphins, we'll be the second seed most likely, and um, you know, if we lose to them, we'll be the sixth or seventh seed. So I've kind of done it on the basis that I've done it before. Uh, um, so I'm pretty I'm sure we will be the second seed if if we beat if we win these next two. I don't think there's any yes, other team yeah. that can. There's um... no. Yeah, there's no. It's either second or how I done it based on the result. I said we'd lose to. Um, I, I done it so I got up to week eighteen. Um, I kept it as us losing to the Dolphins because that's how I had it the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would mean we'd be the seventh seed. So that would mean that we would 
go back to the to, to Miami uh, that next week. But if I flip it and put the Bills to win, then yeah, we'd be the second seed. Um, so it's that close, and, so and we can't take anything for granted, can we? I think the sixth or but... seventh depends on how the results go. Because I had a play yes. around with some of the others, and there are scenarios where we go to Miami, but there's also scenarios where we go to KC, and then would have to play Baltimore, and then might have to play Miami. You know, that would be really. Mm. I think th- there's a big difference between the path if you're the second seed versus being sixth or seventh um, in terms of the, oh, yeah. the, yeah, the games you've got to play. I mean, just to sort of draw a comparison point, if we were to um, beat the Pats and beat the Finns, we're probably looking at either having the Jags or the Colts come to Buffalo. Um, my best guess would then be the Browns. Um, there were no pushovers, but again, I'd rather have them in Buffalo um, before probably having to play Baltimore in Baltimore. Um, we know obviously we've, mm. we've beaten, we beat, we've, beaten them in Baltimore last as recently as last season. Uh, I think they're a bit better this year. I think they're a bit more rounded, but um, still, it's a big difference between the sort of the path you've got to go on um, if you take that second seed. It's a, it's a big, big difference. Mm. I mean, who do you... To me, there's three good teams. There's us, Miami and, and, and Baltimore, and then the Browns are dangerous because their defense is so good, but obviously they're limited on offense and the rest are, you know, teams that you'd have to feel pretty confident against, right? Mm. Yeah, um, the Flacco renaissance has been a bit of a strange storyline this season. We didn't expect that. I, no. I thought Deshaun Watson, if they kept playing him, then they wouldn't make the playoffs regardless of how the defence was, just because you know Deshaun Watson's not the player he was in his peak at the Texans. So that's a real surprise, the fact that you know they look like they're locked in uh, as the fifth seed. Um, yeah. So, yeah, fair play to them. But, yeah, I totally agree in terms of, you know, I do see us being, you know, one of the best uh, teams uh, in the NFL. I often think, I've been thinking this week, like, you know, courses advantages to, to being the second seed versus the sixth seed because, you know, you want those home playoff games ideally, you know, Buffalo and the elephants, and that's going to be an advantage for us. But I also think at the same time, like, you know, when we have had those higher seedings, when we have finished second last season, mm. you know, and they've been at home, I feel like that's added extra pressure on the Bills to perform and to win the games. Like, I know the Bills, you know, the Mafia fully behind the team that should give us an advantage. Um, but sometimes that gives us added pressure. And, you know, it feels like when we play away, it kind of, I don't know, sometimes... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It just feels like we feed off that mentality. So I do think, you know, we want the second seed. Of course we do. We, you know, we want, you know, the opportunity for the Bills to be playing the championship game at home because, you know, you hope that the Ravens lose further down the line and, you know, the divisional and all that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like even if we get the sixth seed or even the seventh seed, like, it's okay. I still yeah. fancy our chances. You know, it's okay. No one, no one expected, you know, what? five weeks ago or something to be in this position. So the fact we're in this position and we've, we've got a good chance, you know, not just, you know, we're in there, you know, we expect to get out of the wild card. So, you know, see, so we're playing a lot better. We feel like we're a threat to anyone. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of good. You know, I, I'm happy, you know. Um, it's, that um, Dolphins game, though, is going to yeah, be I, I don't like the scenario where we, if we lose in Miami and then have to go back there a week later, that doesn't sound very appealing. Mm. Do you um, know? Do you know? Also, what I don't like is that you know people are because the Ravens, you know, played for Forty Nineers off the park um, mm. and they deserve all the plaudits so they're getting. Um, but I feel like. Everyone's going to be building up the Ravens this week. They might buy into their own hype. You saw how the, the the Bills still won, but how they played against the Chargers. And you think, you know, 
there's, it's not a given for the Ravens at home to be beating the Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins, they can turn it on if they've got Tyreek Hill back. You know, they can get a win uh, in Baltimore. They can. So, like, this is the NFL. Anything can happen. And especially with a good Dolphins team going into the Ravens, you know, they can win that game. So, we can't just assume it's that, a game, oh, it? it's going to come down to Week 18. Because it might not even come down to next week. We, you know, we all yeah. want that to, to happen. Of course we do. But, you know, let's just get through this week first. Let's just get through the Patriots. Let's Let's win that game against a real beat-up team and see what happens. Hopefully, we've got a fighting chance. We can go to the Dolphins knowing that if we win this, we get the second seed. You know, because that's going to, you know, you, you get a fired-up Josh Allen this time of the season. You know, I hate to think, you know, especially against the Dolphins. We all know how Josh plays against the Dolphins and you've got all the, those, you know, uh, factors that come into play, like how that's going to infuse Josh and, you know, yeah, uh, it's tantalising. I can't wait to see let, that. Let me ask you a different question. How, all things being equal, and let's suppose mm-hmm. you, we go 10 and 7, as, as you predict. Um, yeah. How far do you think the Bills get in the playoffs? Do you think if they were to meet the Ravens in the AFC Championship game, you, you know, there's the ceiling for this team. Do you think they get that far? What's your best guess in terms of um, progressing? Yeah. I think that I, I can see a path even if we were sixth and seventh team. I can see us winning uh, two games to get us to the championship game. I think Ravens away. It's not the offense that scares me as much on the Ravens. It's a defense. Um, mm. You know, uh, under McDonald, uh, um, their, their defensive coordinator has been doing some some really amazing work. You know, a lot of you know, fellow NFL coordinators, you're listening to Athletic, you know, you know, Robert Mays and those guys, they're, 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 they've got contacts and they all kind of say, like, in preseason, if you're going to be watching, like, a defensive coordinator's film, like, who, who are you highest on? And they'd all kind of say the, the Ravens' um, defence and they've been playing fantastically as a unit. Um, you know, elite numbers, you know, mm. only just about being, you know, uh, being by the, 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 the Browns in those uh, metrics, but that that's what scares me, kind of thing. If we had to face the Ravens in their own on their own field with that defense, um, you know, ultimately we've got the biggest you know rock star in the game when he's on it in Josh Allen, so he can navigate his way to to, to having success against any defense. But that would kind of scare me a little bit. But I feel yeah. like that's as far as we could probably go. It's, it feels weird if we had to face the Ravens. I think, like in terms of capability, at our peak, we we can beat any other team in the AFC. Yeah, I think that, there's no shadow down that. But can we put together, you know, three games? Um, mm. We've just been so wildly. It's a tall order, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And obviously, yeah. we've got Joe Brady. We've been playing better against Joe Brady. Uh, with with Joe Brady, we should have probably beaten the the Eagles. You know, we we should really be on a what full run winning streak right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but would you be of the same thought? Are, are you there yeah. as well? Like that's kind of a ceiling of, of where this team can I, probably I feel get like, to most realistically. I mean, if, if we, I think a lot of people are sort of assuming if we beat, beat the Patriots, we can go down to Miami and just, just whoop the Dolphins like we did last time. Yeah. I think that I think I'm not taking that for granted at all. I think this Dolphins team is a good yeah. team. It's got a very good defense. Um, they're down Jalen Waddle, it looks like, uh, for this week, which you know, who knows how long that's going to take to recover. Um, mm-hmm. But they're a dangerous team, the Dolphins, and I think it doesn't always translate when you've when you've beaten them in one place. It's, divisional games are hard. Divisional games are tricky. We'll talk about the Patriots in a second, but I'm not... Yeah. The three teams that I think we could come on stop against are, are the Dolphins, the Browns, just because that defense is so, so good. And I think it's one of those games where, you know, you get a bad day and... 
yeah, all kinds of it, it could just it could look really ugly. And the Ravens, and I think the Ravens, to me, to my mind, are clearly the best team in the in the conference. They've shown that consistency, um, and I think they're they're a worry. But that said, the Bills have beaten them. I was at that game last last season where we we pulled it out again yeah. with a field goal. Yeah. The Bills won't be frightened about going down to Baltimore and playing them, yeah. you know, in probably pretty not mm. pleasant weather conditions. So it feels like there's still a path for the Bills to get to the Super Bowl. But I also mm. don't believe this this team can put three solid, you know, championship level performances in a row together. I just don't think we're settled enough. I think the injuries on our defense are, that's when you get found out, isn't it? Really, you know, when you when you're in the playoffs and you and you're coming up against the best, of the best. Um, but equally, none of the other teams have, other than other than the Ravens, have shown sort of really solid consistency. I mean, this could be an interesting game coming up for Miami. In fact, I wish almost that it wasn't at the same time as the Bills were playing because I'd really like to see Miami play the Ravens because if if the Ravens batter Miami, the narrative is going to be very very clear: is you can't be a winning team, you know, and you, you can beat up on the on the on the crap teams, but you can't do it against the teams that are actually got winning records. And yeah, that's going to be some pressure for them. So. Yeah, I'm fascinated to see how that game goes, but I just think it's this is great. This is this is what we all are here for, isn't it? It's uh, every game feels like it matters, and um, but I, I struggle to think that we're gonna we're gonna get all the way through to uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just the Bills haven't shown me enough consistency on offense, especially um, to to make me feel like that's that's possible. Um, I feel like somewhere along the line we need to get caught out, but you know, yeah. but love love and spring me wrong. Mm. All right, so we got Absolutely. this. Patriots game coming up the weekend um, feels like the ultimate trap game to me. About <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, they beat yeah. us uh, in in um, in New England earlier in the season. That was one of those games where it made um, you know Mac Jones look like Jones looked bloody like, yeah. uh, Dan Marino. Tom or something. Brady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he, looked, he, looked, he looked awesome, uh, uh-uh. and it, I still have you know scars from that. I mean, the good news is I think the Bills will want to react to that. But that said, this you alluded to earlier. The Patriots are pretty, pretty beat up. Um, this yeah. defense is good. You know, it's 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 legit. Uh, especially their their run defense, I think, is very good. Christian Barrymore scares the life out of me. Uh, I know he's carrying a suit of some form of injury. Um, and they just beat the Broncos, and the Broncos have been on a bit of an upswing. So this is not an easy game at all. And it's also a free hit for New England, right? I mean, they've got nothing to lose. They are yeah. down yeah. and out. And I think the worst draft pick they could get is ninth. Sorry, yeah, worst, best. I'm not sure how you want to look at it. Yeah, yeah. They're almost guaranteed at least a ninth draft pick. Um, and depending on how bad it goes, you know, they're not probably going to get high enough up to draft a quarterback, um, mm. depending on other results. So, yeah, it, it, it feels like it's a free swing for them. Um, Belichick, yeah. maybe in his last couple of games with New England, Bailey Zappi is a gunslinger, doesn't care. He does get sacked a lot, but he's not mobile. It, but he worries me because he's got nothing to lose. And he's like, you mentioned earlier with Easton Stick, you know, these these players are probably playing for the next contract. And um, mm. that worries me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same, I was, I was thinking about that narrative before with in terms of losing to Matt Jones. And then if we lost to the, the backup to Matt Jones in Bailey oh, Zappi, who has been, you know, in and out of the lineup, you know, um, you know, been kind of, Going backwards and forwards between both of those guys, if you know we lost to those two guys and Zach Wilson in the season, yet somehow made the playoffs as well. Like just imagine that, just how many missed opportunities has been in this season losing to those three guys. And if like, we lost this yeah, game, it changes that Miami game completely because suddenly we're going to go to Miami to win to get in the playoffs. Yeah, um, 
and that's a completely yeah. different thing than going and, and hoping to get the two seed. It's just a very, very different vibe. So I, I, we need to win this mm. at any cost. And I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be um, difficult. I think the Patriots are going to relish the fact of making this as difficult as possible. And we're going to get yeah, Belichick emptying the, the full kit bag. I'd love to put 40 points on this Patriots team. You know mm. how much I hate them, but I just feel like they're going to make yeah. it hard for us. Yeah. And like we've, we've, by and large, other than that game earlier this season, we've had our way with, you know, with the Patriots and, you know, Josh has had his way with the Patriots defence for the last like two, three seasons before that. Um, but yeah, you know, and he had played well um, in that Patriots game, you know, after his initial turnovers he had, like he got us into that winning position and we still lost. And I think that's still Mac Jones's only like game winning um, drive that he had has had in his career. He had it against us earlier this season. So um, they got a few players that, um, you know, especially on offense, they don't scare me, but they've had success against us in the past. Devonte Parker, he would always have a good game against us um, when he was with the Dolphins. Like, you know, that kind of physical perimeter receiver. Uh, and he's playing well as well, actually, at the moment. He's playing half decent. He's a wide receiver one. Um, Demario Douglas has had a good season. He's a mm. rookie slot receiver. Uh, he's a you know, pretty shifty guy, you know, sh- small, but, you know, he's got some good acceleration there. Um, Hunter Henry always seems to have a pretty decent game, especially Mike Gesicki as well. You know, we know, especially him, like, at the Dolphins, he would always have really, really good games against us, and he's their second tight end. So there's a few guys that we know um, you know, from other teams uh, in this team, yeah. and uh, yeah, a little bit worried, but um, in, in terms of matchups, majorly, yeah, yeah, you know, I think that the two two big things is that they're missing two safeties. At least, uh, at least they've been uh, do not participate in um, training this week in Jalen Mills and, and Jabril Peppers. That's 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 interesting for sure. Uh, Trent Brown, Brown yeah. looks like he might be missing out as well. He's their offensive tackle. Um, and they seem to be carrying a few you know, other injuries here and there. Um, I know that Jonathan Jones has been struggling with a knee. Um, so they, that secondary might be might be there to, to attack. Um, but you say Hunter Henry feels like he's had a pretty decent season, honestly. Um, yeah. Be good if Juju Smith-Schuster didn't quite make it. I know he's been struggling again with uh, with an ankle injury. Um, but yeah, it feels like a game that, you know, if you, you look at it on... On paper, the Bills should win very comfortably, but these division games, especially the second time around, they're never that easy. And I'm certainly mm. not expecting it. Um, I mean, you know, I feel like just yeah. go back to Bailey Zappi for a second. I mean, the Bill, the Patriots yeah. only won four games all season, and two of them have been Zappi in the last four games. He's two and yeah. two, so he's no mug. Um, and I think we would he's be... got such a noodle arm, though. Like you talked about yes. him being a gunslinger, um, and well, he's he his attitude, agree, more, agree. you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah, I, I get that point of it, but he's got more like a water pistol arm because <laughs> he can't throw it barely further than 15, 20 yards. So, um, yeah. He's, like, yeah he's, so... he's just got nothing to lose, has he? Uh, you know, you just get no. sacked a lot. Um, mm. I, I feel he's definitely gettable, especially if Trent Brown misses out. That's, that's that's good for us. And I'm not worried about the Patriots putting up points on us. You know, I'm really not. But I am worried no. about, can we get our offensive rolling to um, mm. to deal with their defense, and it feels like we should be able to. But um, what are you, you going to score prediction for this one? Yeah, uh, I think that it's going to be. Um, yeah, I think I went for a big prediction against the Chargers. Uh, you know, and it was a lot closer than I expected. Uh, I think we'll win by ten points. We're going to go twenty-seven uh, seventeen. 
uh, okay. for this game. I feel like you know one of those touchdowns is going to be in garbage time. I think that you know we're going to be able to control their offense. You know we're not going to have those. I remember against that Patriots in that first game, I felt like they moved, especially on that first driver. I remember like they're moving the ball on us so well and I, I can't see that happening again you know we've got to be aware of the, the quick slants for screens you know the kind of stuff uh, the simple offense um that the patriots seem to be playing uh, nowadays like as long as we keep that in check i think the biggest thing for me is if we can run the ball because that's kind of the strength of the patriots defense to me looking at their personnel you know they're they're disciplined uh, in terms of their contain um, Josh is going to have a spy on him. He's not going to really have those rushing opportunities. If we can get, um, you know, James Cook rushing a ball uh, and getting some success against their defence, because Anthony Jennings, when I've watched him against the Steelers, he kind of stood out to me as that um, kind of uh, stand-up edge player that, you know, was really disciplined and really kind of disruptive in the run game. Like, it, if we were able to move a ball with some success and have that balance and allow us to be able to feed off a play action, we yeah. should have a really good day. I, and I feel like our offensive line has been good. Get up early, yeah, make them chase the game, make make Zappy have to throw yes. it, uh, try and take yeah, yeah, Kelly out of it a little bit. Um, then I'll feel a lot yeah, happier. Yeah. I mean, Bill's Mafia will be fired up. I mean, it's the first 6 p.m. Sunday kickoff we've had for quite a long time. Um, so it yeah. should be a good atmosphere, and um, you know, we'll, we're going to want it, and that always helps. But um, I saw I got 24 13. I want us to see it, yeah. see us awesome. use. Um, I want us to see us use James Cook again in the passing game. I want us to be multiple on offense and be able to attack them in different kind of ways. I think that we need to get the ball out of Josh's hands, especially if Barrymore's playing. Uh, we need to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Um, and, you know, just try and be patient. You know, I think when we've done well against the Patriots is when we've been patient against them. Um, I think that's the, that's the key um, because I don't think they have an awful lot on that secondary. And I think if we can be patient and start to frustrate them, eventually those opportunities down the field will open up and uh, maybe be even better well, than not, I'm hoping. Yeah. One last thing I hadn't considered. Um, it's been talked about more than it normally is special teams uh, for teams, but for Patriots special teams, we know that their punter and kicker are rookies and they've not performed well um, on special teams at all this season. Um, so I feel like the elements aren't great in Buffalo in terms of, yeah, the wind speed's not too bad, but it's completely conditions. It's going to be hard to, you know, uh, have good fitting and uh, it's not going to, uh, I really can't say come down to a field goal, but just them scoring points, they might be more reliant on touchdowns and that might help. Uh, I would say naturally, um, you know, if we had an advantage, you know, uh, returning punts, then I might have some optimism there. But I already talked about Harty and how I really don't trust him to do anything um, of any relevance uh, in the return game. So I can't really say that. Um, <laughs> I just want to make a fair pun moving forward, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, maybe in kicking, uh, the, the place kicking might not be very good. So that might help. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, we shall um, be looking forward to this game on New Year's Eve. Um, so uh, hopefully plenty of reasons to celebrate. If we don't win this game, I'm going <laughs> to be really damn depressed. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So, yes. Um, thanks for joining us, as always, on Bills From Afar. If you want to get in touch with us, you can please do so. We are billsfromafar at gmail.com or billsfromafar on Twitter. Uh, until next time, go Bills. Go Bills.